Today on Behind the Bull, Justin Bean and Brock Miller with career nights in Aggie basketball. Game-winning field goal against Fresno for USU football? You can't make this stuff up. Aggies all the way. Today we, be, today we got the herd present on the show and we will be discussing the huge spectrum wins over Weber State and Denver. What's it like to be the herd president and predictions for Aggie football? This is Behind the Bull. Today we're joined with Trevor Wilkie, the current herd president, a key player in the Huntsman Marketing Association, and he lives for game day. Trevor, thanks for being on the show with us today. Yeah, thanks, Welcome. Jackson. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right. So in basketball, we had a big week. The Aggies held Weber State to under 40 points and came out with a victory of 89 to 34. Incredible. Uh, Justin Bean had a career high of 18 points. Let's not forget Sam Merrill with 14 points and six assists. <clears throat> I mean, this victory is really what we needed to see with the Aggies. They brought the energy. They were relentless on both sides of the floor. And then for Denver, Brock Miller had a career night with 27 points. 7 of 15 from the 3. And then Alfonso Anderson with the solid presence in the paint with 15 points. And let's not forget the uh, key bench status from Sean Barstow. All right, the Aggies are 3-0 right now with an average margin of victory of 33 points. Are we a deep enough team, Connor, to stay undefeated this month? We'll start with you. Uh, I'm going to say we are. Uh, looking at our team, something that really impresses me right now is I feel like every night, it's not that we have just one hero on our team. Uh, if you guys notice, every night it's a different story. It's a different guy. You know, we have Sam Merrill coming through the first game, then Justin Bean, then Brock Miller. I love that about our team right now. Uh, I really think we can. Um, you know, we just have to keep figuring out the center. I think we we're starting to figure that out a, out a little bit more with Trevin Dorius and Kuba. Uh, so, you know, if we can get that locked in, I, I think we can finish out the month. I think we can. Yeah, you know, I can honestly say, that, you know, we have a lot of depth here on our team. It's pretty cool to see that not only do we have those one superstars, I mean, we have we have Sam Merrill, we have Kata, which are big players up for the Wooden Award. But if you look at the depth that we have across the bench, I mean, they really are putting up these points, which is something that's really going to help the Aggies, I think, through the rest of the month. And, you know, with all the games that we do have coming up here, um, it's definitely a, a big thing for them to be able to push through. And I, I think that we, we have something to look forward to towards the end of the month. So you guys still think with LSU and St. Mary's this month we'll be undefeated? Yeah. It's close. It's going to be close. It's, it's close. Yeah. So LSU just had a loss. Uh, okay. I think that that's actually a good thing for us. A lot of people are saying that that's not that great because then when we do play them, it doesn't mean as much. I think it's good. I think it kind of stops some momentum and confidence that LSU has. Uh, you know, our first game against Montana State, everyone was a little bit worried. We talked about that last week on the episode. But this week was much better. I think we're looking great. I honestly think we can pull it off. Okay. Trevor, you feel the same way or do you feel like St. I feel like St. Mary's is still going to be super tough. Yeah, you know, I was and looking at the schedule of what we have and playing St. Mary's, you know, ranked number 18th in the nation right now. I think it is going to be a bit of a struggle for us to be able to play against them especially um, with their home court advantage, but it's going to be a fight like I said, you know, we have our star players that are going to be in and hopefully by that time we have Kata. That's going to be coming around. So, I think defensive-wise, we're going to be really set to play against their offensive game, but I think that we have a good chance. So do you think do you think LSU or St. Mary's is going to be a harder game? Because LSU is ranked a little bit higher than St. Mary's, but St. Mary's is a home game in the sense that it's in their arena. LSU is at the Bahama Classic, so it's not going to be a home game for either team. So which, if you were to predict a loss, which loss would you say? You never want to predict a loss, right. you know, but <laughs> if, uh, if you were to say kind of what – 
what the Aggies are looking at, I'd say the hardest game for them to be able to play, uh, I would probably say is St. Mary's. I think that yeah. that's going to be a tough one for them. Uh, we did re- do really well in the um, the Bahama Classic last year, and yeah. so I think that you know they're really excited to go out and do that again this year and, and be yeah. able to to compete. So we'll see what happens there. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, you brought up Kada. I mean, when Kada does come back, Trevor, do you think the Aggies can break the top ten? Because right now we're at the seventeenth spot. But I mean, what do you think? You know, I think Kada plays a really important role to our defense and our offensive scheme. In the sense that Keda, Keda is known for being the defensive presence that he is, you know, with big guy. Yeah. And we do have Kuba in right now that is playing for us, and he's been doing great. He's been, you know, putting up a lot of good, uh, good assists and stats and being able to help out. But there's just that presence that that runs with that's the missing. Offense. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you I think tell. it's going to be something that's really going to be a driving yeah. factor. And so hopefully we can get him back soon. But. Uh, until then, the Aggies are looking pretty good with what we do have, so I love it. Yeah. Okay. I, I think top ten. Ooh, that. I mean, that's tough. That's if we can handle the the LSU and St. Mary's game, I think that we'll get pushed over that that edge. But that, I mean, that would be huge for our school. I don't think we've ever been ranked top ten. I know we haven't ever been ranked top ten. Actually, <laughs> it's a bold prediction it, for sure. I was just curious what you guys thought, because Kata was a big reason why we were good last yeah. year. Yeah, so. that's true. I mean, the tough thing is going to be is. You know, we, we're always going to have those kind of tough conference losses that, you know, every team has an upset. Every year it always happens, even the top teams. So, you know, I, I think that if we lose to a conference team that we're not supposed to lose to, I don't think that the AP is going to put us in top ten. I think we're just such an overlooked team. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be tough. Honestly, my only thing, like maybe 13th, but if more teams we play get ranked, like if they have better right. records – there's a chance yeah. we'd have to literally lose five games, four games, I think, in yeah. this season to get close. To get close, yeah. And and the other top ten teams are going to have to keep losing. They are yeah. right now, which is crazy. It's been yeah. a crazy – I don't know if you guys have watched no, other it, teams in the college Kentucky space. Kentucky lost. But like, it's, yeah. it's not normal. Yeah, yeah. LSU lost. Uh, I think Florida took a loss. It might have. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's been a crazy year already for college basketball. Anything's possible. I think it's in the cards. It's in the cards. Highly unlikely. <laughs> right. And yeah. You know, Utah State being um, overlooked in that aspect, I mean, there's you have these big big conference schools that are playing, and they already have the hype that, that puts them above others. But I think we really do have the chance this year to, to outshow them. I think we top in, you know, with all the, the schools that are in the Power Five conferences, we are one of the only teams that has two members up for the Wooden Award, and which is Sam and Kata. And so I think yeah. it's going to be really cool to, to see how – their stardom is going to help us and maybe even be that example to put us into the into the conference. So we'll see. Yeah, it's It'll true. It'll be fun to see. It's true. And uh, we all know that Aggie sports has continued to impress everybody. I mean, we love the chance we get in the student section, the left, right, left, when they sit down on the bench for the opposing team. We got the is not, not the scoreboard chant when we're up big, when we we're going to win the game. So let's kind of talk about what it takes to get the students hyped up and the student section in general um, for game day. Now, Trevor, we see all the energy you have and the passion as the herd president and for Aggie Athletics. Um, Let's kind of talk about that. What's it like being the herd president? Obviously, there's pressure involved. Like, what's it it been like for you? Yeah, let me tell you how it is. I mean, it's definitely, uh, it's been an experience to be able to see things from behind the scenes and see how athletics works to be able to 
um, promote Aggie athletics and really what they want um, for, from the student section and, and also with season ticket holders. And so it really does start with the student section. If you bring a good atmosphere and everything, then it's really going to promote these season ticket holders to come more, and, uh, and it's going to be great for the, the team itself. Uh, being the herd president, I mean, it's, it does have its ups and downs. You, you know, we do put in a lot of service hours. Uh, you know, the committee meets every week, and we plan and promote events that we want uh, to do throughout the weeks. And so it's really exciting to be able to at least work with a team that has the same passions that you do um, and that work hard. And, and it can be hard sometimes. You know, some people don't agree with some things. Some, some like what, what have you got? I know, like, what, give us some. You know, <laughs> what people said to you? <laughs> you know, we have, uh, we have a couple programs that we have changed around over the last couple of years. And, and recently with Herd Premium, that's come out where it gives right. students right. the opportunity to be able to uh, improve their fan engagements, to be able to come to the games a little bit early and, and get different discounts around town. Uh, one of the big things has been the 15-minute early entry. That has been a problem between a lot of people, but they have reached out to us with their concerns, and we try our hardest to be able to meet their concerns and, and make sure that everybody just gets that experience that, that mm. they want. Kind of for those that right. camp out and stuff, like the discrepancy there. Yeah, there's been a, a lot of backlash with it, but... Uh, honestly, as long as we meet with people, if people come to us, come to the committee and say, hey, I have this concern, we're absolutely willing to meet, meet with them and, and make sure that we're on the same page and make sure that we really are able to nice. work with them. Yeah. So what, what would you say is your favorite chant during games? Um, I would say my favorite chant is the I Believe chant. I mean, that's obviously yep. a given. That one's super fun. Starts yeah. it off strong. It I like does. It. It's, it's just something unique to Utah State, and it's something that we've adopted into our culture uh, with Aggie Athletics, and so it's something that really has hit home with me. Um, I do love just the atmosphere that we do have when we um, do the winning team, losing team chant at the end. Yeah, for sure. That's, uh, those are definitely unique ones. And recently we just came out with a new one. Uh, we did the if you're happy and you know it, clap your that's, hands. That's one of my favorites I've ever heard. Yeah, I, think it, I love I that think one. It's, I think it's good. Yeah, and it's, it's starting picking up. Uh, people do notice it now. So uh, when we do get the, the win tonight against, um, against the other team, then we're going to go ahead and use that, and it's going to be pretty exciting. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, I, uh, it's crazy. When I was in high school in Texas, um, one of the high school basketball coaches showed us the whole school, the I Believe chant from Utah State. Like blew me away. Yeah, that's it's not, it's nationally recognized. Yeah. And that's, that's what I was like. Okay, yeah. I like this school, and yeah. Yeah, you said it best, man. It really pumps up the crowd. It really is. Yeah, yeah. love it. Awesome. So, like, what are some exciting things that you want to kind of implement in the games? For I mean, we have a few more football games left, a few more basketball games, but like, what what are some new things you want to do? Give us a little inside oh, scoop. Oh, Jackson, let me tell you. I mean, it's it's really exciting because we really do have a lot of fun things planned for this year. So uh, we do have a game that's coming up, and we're going to be playing the University of Texas San Antonio, which is going to be uh, next Monday. And so what we're going to do for this game is we're going to go ahead and have all the students bring a can of beans. And for Justin Bean? For Justin Bean. Because wow. Justin's Bean birthday is on Sunday, I believe. So we're going to go ahead right. and, that's and do be the awesome. shout-out for him. Wow. Um, and after we do that, we are going to go ahead and have everybody take those cans of beans afterwards, and we're going to go ahead and donate it to Snack. So I like that's it. That's sweet. That's a yeah, good idea. It's definitely going to be I a cool it. cool program for us to be able to give back as well. Um, it's going to be kind of a fun thing to be able to play along with Justin Bean. And we also do have a, a really new exciting promotion that we're going to do. So we're thinking of on December 7th, this is going to be our first. So like right before finals. Right, exactly. Right before finals, we're going to have our first in-conference um, home game against Fresno State. So we are going to go ahead and have that be our whiteout for the year. But this one's going to be nice. a little different. We're going mm. to go ahead and have everybody dress up in white shirts 
and we're gonna make sure that they put on ties and stuff like that to look like Coach oh like but like button up like white button shirts. Up white oh, shirts. really? It's gonna be perfect for Mormon town. <laughs> yeah, yeah here we got it. Here. Let's go. So everybody's gonna go ahead and dress up in these uh, white shirt and ties, and we are gonna try to get some bald caps for everybody so that oh we can my all gosh, look that'd like be incredible. Men. And I'm I'm not even gonna try to wear white pants. Yeah, so yeah, we'll you never know. It, <laughs> no, as long as, <laughs> as long as we get uh, we get enough people on board with this, I think it's going to be a pretty exciting thing for Fraggy basketball. And we just want to have fun. I mean, right. that's all we yeah. do. That's what the herd committee tries to do: is be able to include everybody and make sure that uh, they are really having a good time with Aggie athletics. Yeah, I mean, you heard it on here first. Unless you're on the herd, yeah, there we go. So dress well. Cool. Okay. Um, so what we got? So I actually want to know another question as well. I have another one for you. So there's 18,000 students we have at Utah State. What other student section do you kind of want to mirror after or kind of take one of their ideas from that you kind of look up to? Yeah, you know, you look at these big schools like, like Duke University or Kansas or Kentucky. I mean, these big schools, they, it's been instilled in their programs to be able to have a lot of people come out. Um, but when you look at it, I mean, if you look at, uh, let's take it for example, Duke. If you look at their student section, it's honestly not as big as ours. I think it seats around 9,000 people. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so wow. it's, it's pretty small. We have a giant student section. If our student section actually yeah. fills up, we have enough space to be able to almost double exactly what um, these other schools have. So I think that that's a big advantage that we can take. Um, but looking at what they've done in the past to be successful, something that really has set apart these, these Power Five conferences and their basketball uh, student section and their ability to build that culture has been two things in my opinion. I think one, they really are good at making sure that people know about their student section name. Um, just doing some research looking at this, you look at Utah State and, and they do, you'd be surprised that a lot of people actually do recognize Utah State and their basketball presence right. in the student section. Um, but the thing is, is they don't understand that we actually are called the herd and that the herd is the student section. They usually yeah. just go off of, hey, there's this Utah the State. The Utah State student, student section. section. Yeah. Hmm. So something that you do look at is you look at, for example, look at Arizona, big basketball program. Um, James Harden went there, right? No, he went to ASU. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like that. And, uh, but, I mean, you look at these the student section there, and they're called the Zona Zoo, you know, and they call themselves the zoo, and it's yeah. something that's been circulating around the web. It's something that's really big that they promote. Um, you look at... Purdue, the Purdue paint, painters or something like that. And they, okay. they just make sure that people know their name. That's something that they try to promote. So yeah. I think that that's something that we could do to be able to raise awareness about the herd um, and make us have that national footprint, make people know. I mean, we are 17th in the nation right now. Why not just go ahead and do that? Right. Yeah. Uh, and then the second thing that I think that we really need to, to focus on is having something that is unique to Utah State. Uh, you look at student sections like um, like Florida as well, another big basketball program, big football program, Power Five. Uh, they have uh, the Swamp, they call their student section. Yep. Or, yeah, so it's really cool because they have such a loud atmosphere, but they have, um, you know, the Gator clamping with their hands. You know, they have mm -hmm. this specific thing that's recognizable for their student section and their fans. So yeah. if we can find something that we can use as a student section to be able to to make that identifiable across the nation, I think yeah. those two things would be really successful for, for the school. Awesome. I like it. Yeah, that's really cool. All right, let's um, switch it up to Aggie football. Um, so with two seconds left in the game, Everly kicked a 30-yard game-winning field goal against Fresno. This was past Saturday. The Aggies are now 5-4 and four on the season, and we're 4-1 and one in the Mountain West. 
Um, so we'll start with you, Connor. I mean, Jordan Love threw 400 yards pretty much, two touchdowns. Mariner had a killer game. Yeah. 100 yards receptions. And then Troy uh, Leffigat had seven tackles. Do you think, think that Jordan Love is on his way up to finish the season strong, or is he still kind of no, shaky? I, I definitely think he has enough gas in the tank. We looked a lot better. You could tell a, a pretty drastic difference from the BYU game to this oh. game. I mean, huge difference. Yeah. Oh, uh, sure. And just, you know, the overall effort that you saw, that we saw, and uh, just the excitement in the players and everything. Uh, so I love that. I love seeing players make adjustments, team making adjustments. So, yeah, I definitely think we have gas in the tank. Um, you know, we got some tough games up. So I think we can, you know, if we can keep Jordan Love healthy and, and moving like this, I think we can handle it yeah. and finish strong. I mean, I agree. I think Jordan Love definitely played like Jordan Love. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I was worried because BYU and the other games, I, I just didn't see, yeah. I didn't see that, that mindset. Or I don't know if it was the, the unity kind of like we talked about last episode. But what about you, Trevor? How do you feel um, Jordan Love did? And you know, is he on his way up to do get better? Yeah, I mean – it's kind of hard to not do worse, you know, than a couple of other things that have been going on through the season or compared to the last season. But Jordan Love has been doing uh, much better, and, and I think that his teammates have recognized that he as well is doing that, and a lot of fans are on, on board and making sure that he is, uh, he is doing well. I think it's uh, definitely something that starts with uh, his, his sense of personality and how he is. He's a very quiet guy. He's very reserved in the way that he plays, and he doesn't get – Spooked very often, but um, when it does happen, sometimes it can be be hard for the team. And so um, from day one, I think that's something that's really needed from the offensive perspective is to have somebody that's a leader and have people behind him and supporting him. So, uh, you know, just a little by little, he's going to keep working at it. He's going he's gonna to get back to himself, and he's really going to, I think, show some pretty good results for us here in the next two weeks against Wyoming and Boise. So. Yeah, got big games. Now let's say the Aggies beat Wyoming tomorrow. Yep. That's a big game tomorrow as well. Yep. Um, do you feel that we can upset Boise State? Yeah, I think we can. Uh, I think momentum is just so big and, you know, getting – I mean, Trevor, you can attest to this, but I think getting our fans excited is such a big part of how well our teams do. I mean, the herd and our athletics go hand in hand. And I think the BYU game was – it deflated a lot of the fans' excitement. Most uh, so, you know, I think we'll see that in the game tomorrow. But if we win, I think we can kind of build this momentum back. And we say, okay, let's finish strong. It's going to be one of the last games that a lot of us see Jordan Love play. And so I think that we can get fans there. And if we can get the fans there and get them excited, I think we can throw an upset at, at Boise State. And you know what? I, I think that we will as well. I think okay. we have a pretty good chance um, in the sense that, you know, if we do beat Wyoming this week, Wyoming – played phenomenal against Boise State, you know, and they they really give them a run for their run for their money. So I think that we really have a chance if we do beat Wyoming tomorrow uh, to be able to come back and play against Boise State. And even though they're ranked um, still right now um, in the top 25 poll, I think that, you know, if we do upset them, that's going to be something that's going to give a lot of charisma to um, the team. And I think it's something that they're going to look forward to. So Hopefully we can bridle that passion to being able to play and being able to come out with a with a winning season so we can get a pretty good bowl game. And I think we have a pretty good chance because of that. No, it's true. I mean, you brought up a point I was going to make. I mean, Boise State, they were in overtime with Wyoming yeah. last week. And then yeah. Boise State lost to BYU. And then Boise State nearly lost to San Jose State. Mm-hmm. So from what I've seen, they don't, they don't seem like as strong as in years past. But I, I agree. Momentum, Connor, like if we can beat Wyoming, like have a good game, Jordan Love plays well, like – our defense, I mean, forces some turnovers. Yeah. 
I think we can beat Boise. That's yeah. a really bold prediction after seeing the BYU game and right. other things. But I, I think we have the capacity to do it if we make those necessary adjustments yep. is the thing, though. Yep. So, all right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks, Trevor, for joining us today. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, basketball game tonight at 7 in the Spectrum and then the Wyoming game tomorrow at 2. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Remember, new episodes every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. Have a good weekend and go Aggies. Go Aggies. Go Aggies.